Hi, I'm Kerry Grinkmeyer. <clears throat> I'm a retired financial advisor, and I just watched a YouTube video that I think every one of you should see. Uh, it It's not probably on your list of, uh, of YouTubers that you would watch. It's actually a channel that is called I Am Athlete. I Am Athlete. It's hosted by four ex- NFL football stars, uh, Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson, Channing Chowder, Crowder, and Fred Taylor. Uh, Fred is probably the oldest one of them, um, and his name came up uh, immediately. I knew who he was, but some of the others I weren't, and what I realized is they had a very unique perspective into investing, and I think it's something that each one of you should consider um, because the numbers are different, but the decisions are the same. Uh, as the the thumbnail said, uh, what would you do or how would you invest if I gave you a million dollars today? Well, that's exactly what happened to these four guys. And I think you can learn so much from it. And then I want to comment on it and give you my perspective on how they reacted and what I would suggest if one of them had contacted me today and said, um, hey, I've got a million dollars and going to have more. What should I do? So let's hang with me and let's take a look at my interpretation of this, and then I suggest you go find it. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, again, the it's a very cool website. I've I've watched several several of their videos. The first one I saw was an interview with Dale Earnhardt, which is fantastic. Um, it it gives you if you have any interest in Dale Earnhardt and junior or his father or nascar racing you need to see that as well but this one um what it, the title of it is and here's the thumbnail of it what athletes do with their money and the, the, it's a about a 45 minute video i would suggest you fast forward to the uh nine minute and 30 second and that's where they start talking about their life experiences. And that I think it was Brandon said that he was he was drafted uh, in the third round and he received a check for over a million dollars. And then uh, every time he played a game, he got a check for between 300 and 400,000 each week they played. Yeah, that's the kind of money these guys are thrown at. And as Brandon said, he, he didn't know anything about that. Uh, he didn't know anything about money. Uh, as I got, as they talked, I recognized the NFL gave them no advice on money. Um, and in fact, the, the one I thought that was very interesting was Channing, no, it was uh, Chad Johnson, uh, he said, well, I had a financial advisor and um, she had been teaching me since I was, I was a child. And they said, what do you mean? He says, well, it's my grandmother. My grandmother taught me to be cheap. 
And they explained that um, Chad uh, recognized the importance of not spending his money. In fact, he said, while you all were out buying Rolex watches, I was buying a knockoff. <laughs> That's right. He, it's, it's like I have a Patek Philippe watch. I paid $18 for it in China probably 12 years ago, and it's still as good as new, and it looks exactly like the real thing that probably cost $25,000. So that's how he led his life. On the other hand, um, I believe it was uh, Channing said, yes, he, he, had, he had moved from uh, um, Atlanta, where he lived when he was drafted, uh, to, to Miami, and uh, along with him came his mother and his father, uh, his sisters, his brothers, his cousins, all his homies, and they expected their life to to improve as his did. And he said the most important and most difficult thing he had to learn was to say no. Then they they shared. Uh, Fred shared. He said, "Well, I was smarter. I got a." financial advisor. He said, but I need to share with you, he ripped me off. Uh, I wasn't smart enough to ask the right questions. And I got to thinking about that. I was a financial advisor. And some of you have written me and say, what should I ask a financial advisor? And I always write back and say, the first thing you should ask a financial advisor is how do you get paid? If you don't know how someone's getting paid, you don't understand their motives. If he says, well, I get paid a commission based upon the products that I invest you in, get up and leave. This man has a commission that he eats what he kills, and he's going to eat you or kill you one um, with commissions. What you need to hear them say is I get paid as your portfolio grows, as your net worth grows, my compensation grows. And this is usually a fee for services. And that should be somewhere between a quarter of a percent to three quarters of a percent. It's the same with a mutual fund. But here you're paying an individual. And as his money grows, yours should grow. Or, or as your money grows, his compensation should grow. That's the first question you ask. The second question you ask is how long you've been in the business. And then the third question you ask is what kind of designations do you have? Because remember, I told you, knowledge is power. And if he hasn't studied on how to become a financial analyst or how to become a certified financial advisor, you need to get up and leave. He has not dedicated himself to educate himself to be the smartest person in the room. Then you need to ask him, uh, how long you've been in the business? Then you need to ask him, how many clients you got? Now, you don't want to hear too small a number and you don't want to hear too big a number because the more clients he has, the less time he has to spend with you. The next thing I need to ask him is, how often do you look at my portfolio? And who's going to be managing my money? You or do you farm that out to someone else? These are all questions you need to ask and you need to be comfortable with because that's what these four guys, Brandon, Chad, Channing, and Fred, all shared. 
they 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 got ripped off. They went with the first guy, or some 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 relative suggested this guy. And and as Fred said, I felt I needed to go with a black financial advisor. He said, and that that was the first mistake I made. No, it I don't care what color they are, but don't don't base your decision based on other people's opinions. And then don't just walk away and let him him or her do with what they want with your funds. And you're going to hear some very interesting stories. Do I am athlete, a phenomenal channel uh, of these four guys expressing their stories, their life stories, and particularly the one with, um, I believe it's Chad Johnson, yeah, and how he tells that he, in his first two years, didn't rent an apartment, didn't uh, buy a house. He lived in the stadium. I think he played for the Cleveland Browns. He lived in the stadium. And even the, the, the guys, his, his buddies here said, you did what? He said, yeah, they had a comfortable sofa. They had showers. They had lockers. I could bring all my clothes. He said, and besides, they have a cafeteria. He said, I didn't spend any money. He said, every cent that they gave me went into the bank, and me and my grandmother managed it. And he said, I still live that life. He says, I live that life with my children. He said, the only expense he had while he was playing professional football was his child support. He said, I, did. I never bought a house. He said, still, do you remember? He asked his buddies, he asked Brandon, he says, do you remember what kind of car I drove? He said, yeah, some little bug of a car, some little nasty little thing. He says, and what kind of a car do I drive now? He's retired now. He's a very wealthy man, a minivan. He said, I don't want, I don't need to show off my money. I don't need you to think I'm rich. I know I'm rich. I don't need all those bells and whistles. And I think there's so much to be learned here and so much knowledge that they shared from their life experiences. I have never seen anything like this. I think we all envision that these athletes get all this money and they're instant millionaires. But what they all shared was, was when the career ended, the money ended. And that's the mistake I think they made. Uh, I, uh, I, I think they did not recognize when they were famous, when they were household names, they, that's when they needed to monetize their personality. They need to, needed to monetize their fame. They needed to create a YouTube channel, a, a, a Instagram page, and they needed to learn, they need to learn how to monetize that so that when they do step out and they're no longer catching passes or running the football, that their fan base is still there and they still have something to add, just like these guys do now. They've got just shy of a million subscribers. So they are monetizing their channel. And I hope they have created a Discord. And I hope they have created merchandise. And I hope they have created affiliate marketing. And then, by the way, uh, Brandon, Chad, uh, 
Channing and Fred, if you haven't done that, get in touch with me. Get in touch with me, and I'll teach you how to do it. And I'll do it in exchange for the wonderful videos that you put out. I watched one, I think I told you the other day, with, with Dale Earnhardt Jr. I like racing. I grew up in Indianapolis. I went to the first uh, Brickyard 400. I still have my ticket, um, an unscathed ticket. Um, and these people have so much to share and so much to make our lives better. And these four guys are doing it. Go to I Am Athlete. Some of them, uh, they don't really appeal to me, but this one does. This one does. And guys, I am athlete. If I can help you in any way as a financial advisor, as I'd love to come on to your show and talk to your audience about my philosophies on investing. And, and again, to just reiterate that, I believe in investing in the future. I believe that, that, that the, the world is so, changing so fast that that there there is another Amazon, there is another Google, another Microsoft, another Facebook that's on the horizon right now today, and you can buy them cheap. And they are in the fields that are are stimulated by the change that is happening in our world. It's it's just like today. What's on the top of the news? What's on the top of the news today? Cyber security, an event. Uh, some, 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 uh, what did they call hoodlums, gang, whatever in Russia, shut down our pipelines. Our gas prices are going up. Uh, that's an event. That's another one of those events that are set in brackets. This can never happen again. And there will be a ton of money put towards it. You need to own Palantir, uh, just as the pandemic. This will never happen again. World War II. This will never happen again. The 9-11. The, the this will never happen again. These are things that change our world. And as an investor, all you have to do is figure out, how do I get in front of them? How do I figure the company and the companies that are going to make sure that this never happens again. And invest in them. <laughs> They're in the future. Are they, are they profitable today? Probably not, because they are an undervalued asset. The world has not woken up to them to say, this is going to be a very valuable asset. It's like I've told you many times, the most invaluable asset you own today is what? It's your data. And what are you doing with it? You're giving it away. You're giving it to Google. You're giving it to Amazon. You're giving it to Facebook. And you're giving it away. You need to change what you're doing. And it will change. Someone's going to help you. Someone's going to connect the dots and say, Carrie, we can help you monetize your data. We can help you get paid for it. And then the game changes. So that's how I invest. I find the undervalued, unrecognized assets that are going to be facilitated and monetized by change. Just watch the news. There's change every day. Black Lives Matter. 
That's a change. Pandemic, that's a change. Cybersecurity, we got hacked. Our oil prices are going to go up. That's got to change. Okay, go to I Am Athlete. Watch this. It is enlightening. Um, and it's informative. Now, you probably aren't going to be handed. You are probably didn't get drafted in the third round. Although Max Brown, um, um, is that his name? The Alabama quarterback who's going to the Patriots. That I'd love to interview view Max. Uh, I think he has such a bright future in front of him. Uh, he probably didn't get a $3 million check, uh, but he's going to get paid real well in the future. And he's probably got a uh, maybe a seven-year career. And if he monetizes his personality, which is excellent, and his fame, he can live on forever. And that's the key, particularly to, to celebrities. Remember the, what's the, the, the movie, Fame. I'm going to live forever. You will remember my name. If you're a celebrity, take that to heart and give me a call. Talk to you later.